Lamborghini, it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, here at General Fitness Company Studio, and this is episode number 365. Full circle! <laughs> That's what we're going to call this one. Yeah, so I'm in an extra special happy mood today because this is an extra special happy episode. Episode number 365, we are officially at one year's worth of episodes, one year worth of Jerry in your ears. <laughs> I hope you've been enjoying it because I've been enjoying recording these episodes. You know, it's been a great time talking about all these different subjects that come to mind that sometimes people ask me about. Sometimes I just wonder about myself and I talk them out <laughs> during these episodes. It's all good. Man. I definitely do love what I'm doing and I hope that you love listening to it. So today we are going full circle. And what are we talking about today? What the hell does full circle mean? Well, I wanted to bring it back to the first episode. And after listening to the first episode, I was like, man, that was a hot mess. <laughs> I was all over the place. I had no idea what I'd even call the episode. Uh, I didn't even know what to call the uh, the podcast. Excuse me, not the, not the episode, the whole entire podcast. I had no name for it. It was a, just a hot mess. I was just pretty much talking about, I don't even know. I was just like talking about random stuff. But in this particular episode, we're going to talk about Jerry's origin story. We've done it before a little bit, but we're going to talk a little bit about the origin story of how, like, kind of how, I, we're going to talk a little bit about how I got to Philadelphia, but we're going to talk more about how I developed my particular training methods, because that is important. You really want to know, like, how your trainer became a trainer. Well, at least I would like to know, like, how, like, you know, when somebody comes over and they want to fix something, like, you know, like, how did you become a plumber? How did you become an electrical engineer? You know, you don't want somebody to be like, oh, I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. (laughs) I remember those commercials. Yeah, you don't want to have that. So uh, you want to have somebody that's had some qualifications and maybe has like a good reason for being a trainer because another reason another thing you don't want to have somebody telling you is that like yeah i'm just in it for the money (laughs) oh man i've had that before it's like that's never a good experience those people are never in it to like make sure that you have a good time they're just in it they're clearly in it for the money so (laughs) they do the minimum and they just give you and they just ask for the money and then you're pretty much not a happy camper because you gave out money to somebody that could have did more and you could have probably did it yourself for way less so anyway so yeah what are we yeah so that's what we're gonna be talking about today well i don't even know what's going on it's just so so giddy about the fact they're at 365 and uh also the fact that like we'll, we'll talk about it in the episode but we're definitely doing something new coming up in this whole program not not the not the podcast but the whole general fitness company we're actually pivoting and we are turning a new leaf and we are changing our whole business plan. So I'm going to tell you about that a little bit later in the episode. But before we get this started, you know, uh, you know, I got to ask you this. I would really appreciate it. I really, really, really would appreciate it if you would share this podcast. If you don't share it, well, I hate you. No, I'm playing. You know, it is what it is. I don't share a lot of stuff that people tell me to share, too. So it is what it is. But I would really appreciate it if you'd share this podcast, at least with a, fr- a friend and tell, you know, if it, at the very minimum, you could be like, yo, listen to my friend Jerry. He sounds so weird on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool, too, I guess. I don't know. But look, 
If you don't share it, it is what it is. At least leave a rating or review if you enjoy what you're listening to. You know, if you don't, please don't leave a rating or review. <laughs> I don't need that. But yeah, if you're enjoying it or if you're even semi-enjoying it, please leave a rating or review. That would be really amazing of you. All right, without further ado, let's get it in. Episode number 365 <laughs> of the TR Expert Talks. Full Circle. All right, here we are. Episode, the long-awaited for episode number 365. Oh my goodness, who we are, full circle. So you know what's about to happen. I was thinking about this episode all weekend long. Like, how exactly am I going to approach it? And I listened to my first episode, and I was like, pretty much all over the place. I was just excited to be on a podcast. I was like, I got my own podcast. I couldn't even think of it. I didn't even have a name on my first podcast, which was actually pretty funny. But now, yeah, we're officially, well, two names still. <laughs> I went from zero names to two names. I had the TRA, I had, uh, what is it? I, I think I had originally like called it like Jerry's Gems or General Fitness General company, general company fitness cast or something like that. I remember. But now we have two names and I still haven't like narrowed it down to just one. So we'll figure out how, how, that, how that's going to work. But for the most part right now, uh, this is what it is. It's going to be TR Expert Talks and General Fitness Company cast. But like, look, that's not what I wanted to talk about at all. I wanted to talk about, well... Originally, my first episode, I wanted to talk about like who I am as a trainer, and I don't think I really got around to doing that like in these 364 previous episodes. I think I talked about me as a person. I think I talked a little bit about my training style, like here and there. But like Jerry, as a entrepreneurial fitness trainer, uh, I'd like to talk about that, and I actually like to talk about what we're doing coming up in the near future because uh it's funny that like this is episode number 365 and i'm getting ready to launch something that is completely going to change my business like completely so we're gonna talk about that in just a few moments you know i'm just going to talk about first who i am as a trainer so uh i've talked about this probably a couple times it's just gonna you know so you just save you the hassle of going back and finding out which particular episode i talked about this in uh, I started off as uh, as a as a counselor. I was a middle school counselor. Well, actually, I started off <laughs> I started off an interesting an interesting way in Philadelphia. I ended up moving down here because I thought a job was going to pay me more than it really did. It ended up paying me uh, like six dollars an hour or something like that. No, it was twelve dollars an hour. It was twelve dollars an hour. I had thought that they were going to pay me, uh, no, I'm sorry, duh, they paid me $10 an hour. I had thought they were going to pay me $10,000 for the summer. Boy, was I wrong. So I totally moved halfway across the country for a job that totally did not pay me uh, what I thought it was. But, you know, me, being who I am, I'm like determined and I don't give up. I just stayed here in Philadelphia and said, let's make this shit work. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, before I got into training, I was like kind of doing what I could to make ends meet, and I was, 
you know, doing my old thing like mowing lawns and babysitting people and <laughs> selling things. Uh, and uh, eventually I you know, got into Old Navy and uh, did that, got some cheap clothes so I can have some decent looking clothes walking around because I was like rocking some old school clothes. But yeah, uh, so I did that, did some odd jobs. And then finally, uh, just through networking, because I'm a charismatic guy, <laughs> I ended up meeting someone that said, hey, you know, you got a psychology degree and we're looking for some school psychologists. And it actually wasn't a school psychologist, so to speak, but I just tell people that because it's easier to explain it. I was actually the uh, head of, or the one of the heads of what was called a school-based school-based behavioral health program, which essentially meant that it was a uh, fit and a fitness program. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, but it was a mental health program that was in a school. So I pretty much cut my teeth in counseling and uh, dealing with it very extreme issues because it was in a really rough neighborhood in Philadelphia, but I cut my teeth in there and I learned a lot because, you know, I'm from Anchorage in Minnesota amongst other places, but you know, main places are Anchorage and St. Peter, Minnesota. So, uh, I spent my formal years pretty much either in snow or in barren fields. <laughs> so I didn't really see a lot of wildness. So the wildest thing I saw before coming to Philadelphia was somebody trying to tip over a cow, and that didn't really work out. You know, t cows are they're t pretty damn heavy. <laughs> a cow's like 900 pounds, you know, like <laughs> at the very minimum. So trying to tip over a cow is not as easy as it sounds. So anyways, uh, so I did my counseling thing, and while I was counseling, I met a friend that actually ran track with me back in the day in college, and he's like, yo, bro, you know, come to run track with me, and we ran track for a little bit post-collegiately. Went to a couple meets, ran, ran against some pretty tough competition, almost made it to the Olympics, and then, you know, it was pretty much time to call it a day because, you know, I just didn't have it anymore. So uh, we got into personal training together. He actually went in a year before me. I got in a little bit after him, and we got into this, this personal training studio. It wasn't even a gym. It was a personal training studio where they specialized in boot camps, and uh, where I, you know, that's pretty much where I cut my teeth in training. I learned how to train without weights because we did boot camps, and I did it in <laughs> all weather, which is crazy. So like my first two, maybe two and a half years of training, I essentially was training without weights. And then I got into a gym. Uh, they had a studio where I could teach, I actually started training uh, personal training clients. I actually, I should digress a little bit back up because that's not how, that wasn't the order of what happened. It was like maybe three or four months I was training outside and then they let me go inside. It was actually like, that was their protocol. Like you were not allowed to train indoors unless you had a certain amount of, and before I got there, it was actually longer. So they had reduced it to three months, but before I think it was like six months to a year before you can go inside. So it was really crazy. I was like, wow, okay, let's go ahead and make this happen. You know? So, um, I was out there in the snow and all this other stuff, and we were working out, but I tell you, like being out there really harnessed my creativity, and I definitely uh, learned a lot, and, you know, I learned a lot from the people that taught me what they, you know, because you can go out there and do it on your own, and that's like kind of studying on your own, but like that's the reason why people go to college, right? Like you can study on your own, but you go to college because you want to learn from the people that have already learned it before and can teach you. So I pretty much went to fitness college more or less and in a condensed version and you know we it was during the time my time there we had some of the 
the greatest trainers on, I live in, well, I train in this area called the main line of, of Philadelphia, and we were pretty much considered the greatest trainers in the main line at that time, because uh, we took a business that was maybe doing $200,000 before we got there, and before, by the time I left, maybe three years later, they were doing well over a million, so, and they didn't really change their staff. They had the same amount of people, just more, you know, same amount of trainers. They just had way more people that came in to train with us so it was pretty cool like I said I you know I cut my teeth there I harnessed honed my skills and I learned a ton of training and from there I decided to move on you know I was kind of forced to move on in a way because it just I felt like I had outgrown the place and you know I was young and I was being a little uh, uh, immature and I thought I was <laughs> I thought it was bigger than the system, let's put it that way. So I was young and I was, you know, I was coming off my, you know, I was a wide receiver in college and I ran track. So I was coming off my diva uh, moment. So I pretty much thought I could run the show and I had a friend that was kind of thinking the same thing. So I left, I went to a gym, he left, he went off to go start his personal training. And from there, I just actually kind of learned the ins and outs of actually running a gym, you know, I went to uh, LA Fitness. I'm sure you've heard of that place, and that was a, an interesting experience. I'm not going to talk bad about them, but I could say some things. <laughs> Needless to say, I moved on to a, a a small chain, a very small chain, like a local chain. I don't even know what you would call it. Maybe not even a franchise. It's a local chain, but it was called Aquatic Fitness Center, and that was probably the best managed gym, managed gym I've ever been in. They have the the probably the greatest managers and probably one of the top trainers if if not the area in the country because the guy is just like he's very knowledgeable uh very down to earth and he's a really big guy too so he's like his name is Carlos I remember him he uh he's an interesting guy because he's like a big football guy but he's like the nicest guy you'd ever meet and he's very knowledgeable but every once in a while he would turn on that football switch and you would be really scared and you would do whatever he said in terms of exercise but needless to say he he taught me a lot and Man, I tell you, like without that that experience that I had with uh, training at Platoon, where I learned my outdoor fitness training, uh, training at LA Fitness, where I learned some things that I probably shouldn't do, <laughs> and uh, at Aquatic, where I learned just the the from the greatest managers I've ever met. Uh, I really think that I I lucked out. To be honest with you, I'm really lucky to have these experiences behind me to know like where to make. Uh, certain moves, you know, like I pretty much cut the uh, the learning curve for me as an entrepreneur but by uh, having those experiences and learning from these great people. And like I said, like, yeah, I'm lucky that I had the opportunity because there's a lot of people that have maybe the same amount of experience as I do, either on their own or maybe with different gyms. But I just be honest with you, I just learned from the I was lucky enough to learn from the best. So that being said, what did I learn? Well, I learned a lot. You know, before I actually even got into training, my thing was ballet. Well, my thing wasn't ballet, but like I really believed in like how ballet worked because uh, I always loved dancing. You know, dancing is fun. But when I got into ballet, because one uh, like somebody somebody suggested I should try it. You know, because uh, I wanted to get better at football and I wanted to get better. I wanted to be a better uh, or faster runner in track. And somebody told me that like you can get faster and you can be more agile like Lynn Swan. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I remember Lynn Swan. He had that catch 
that one catch. <laughs> I mean, he had more catches, but he had that one catch that everybody remembers where he was like flying through the air. So I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I like to, I like to uh, dance and that'd be kind of cool to hang out with. Yeah. Anyways, you know what a, a younger guy is thinking too, when he's in a t- class with, with women. So anyways, <laughs> I don't even need to go there. You know where I'm going with that. So uh, I always thought like like knowing your body. Well, I don't say I can't say I always thought, but once I started taking ballet, I realized that knowing your body is probably the most important thing to exercise because like before that, I was lifting heavy weights. You know, I was lifting. I was pretty strong for like you know. I mean, you know, a lot of people say they're strong, but like in high school, I was bench pressing two fifty, and I was like weighing a hundred and hundred and sixty pounds maybe. So I was doing pretty good, and you know, I can. I could squat almost 400 pounds by the time I hit like my sophomore. Yeah, I'm not bragging about my my weights, but I'm just saying that I was pretty strong and I had lifted a lot and like I just was not in terms of speed, I was just like, you know, maybe above average at speed. Yeah, obviously I was fast, you know, like I had won a few state championships in Alaska, but that's Alaska, you know, you take me down to Texas and that state championship time would probably get me like fifth or sixth in the state championship, if if that. So uh, when I took ballet, my times really got fast. And so I realized that like, you know, knowing your body and knowing how to move your body is super important. So, you know, I kind of put that in the back burner and then it, it, it came back out when I started doing those boot camp classes. So I put two and two together and I realized that like the foundation for training is just teaching people how to move their bodies first. You know, a lot of people think that like, you know, you need to teach people how to lift heavy weights or, or they need to have better cardio. But I really think to lift heavier weights and to have better cardio, as I've experienced in my, for my own self, is that you need to know exactly what your body is doing at all times when it's moving through space. So in in saying that, I've pretty much that has been my philosophy since day one is that like when somebody comes into my my training studio, the first thing I look at is like how are they moving? What does their posture look like? And where can we maybe make some adjustments to what they're doing? Obviously in respect to with respect to what their goals are because I don't want to completely ignore what their goals are because somebody might come in and say I want to run uh, 10 miles in fact I have a client right now that's trying to get ready for uh, this 10k and she's coming off she lost like maybe 100 pounds and she's coming off of like she's just starting a a run so we're like working on her running form and obviously working on her posture but well we have to work on her cardio because if you're going to work you're going to run 10k you can't just be working on your form and not working on your lungs so you know I take what people want to work on and I I, I, you know I take it into consideration with what I think uh, they they need to work on and we put it I put it together to make a, a decent program for them so um Speaking of which, that's kind of a nice segue for where I want to go with the program next. So General Fitness Company, we initially started off as a personal training studio with uh, small group classes as well as a boot camp. But uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I'd say probably, yeah, it's probably, I was going to say maybe one over the other, but it's pretty much a 50-50 mix. You know, it's like, it's unfortunate because like um, we're all losing money right now because people can't come into the studio. Obviously, I've found a workaround. People don't quite like it so much, but you know they can't really knock me for it because I'm doing it, and you can't. It's in, and it's a loophole. So it's like you know you do what you do. Smart people always win, <laughs> unless they don't, right? <laughs> and what is the saying? Smart people always win unless they do dumb stuff. So uh, I try to keep it uh, on the on the up and up, even though we're we're 
you know, hitting a loophole. I don't want to brag about it because then people get pissed. You know what I'm saying? That's something. That's a smart thing. That would be that would be doing something smart with. Uh, that would be a smart action with. Uh, well, a smart concept, but doing it stupidly. That's the right way to put that. <laughs> so uh, what we're doing now, because clearly it doesn't look like we're going to be able to have people in this in this studio for quite a while uh we're switching to an online format oh boy so we're still outdoors because you know that is kind of the loophole that we've uh, that I've found they were doing boot camps but now we're instead of doing in you know small groups and uh personal training here we're doing uh, online training and it's a been a uh, it's a, it, this is like kind of in in tune with the, the the title of this podcast here or this it's in tune with the title of this episode here we're going full circle because i feel like i'm like a brand new trainer because it's a different experience training online you know motivation is different seeing uh people's positions and posture is different because it's two dimensions as opposed to three and you know programming is is different because now well it's a positive because before I have to say that I was kind of an instinctual trainer which is good you know if you know what you're doing you know what you're doing but there's something to be said about having uh Having goals, and I've talked about this in other episodes before, but it's something to be said about having goals and being able to reach them and set new and having the ability to set new goals based on the fact that you uh, you crushed it on your old goals. You know, before I wasn't really doing that. I was, you know, you know, we were setting very small goals, and that's good. That's kind of how I approach my training uh, all the time. But for people that are not really training as athletes, you know, because you have small goals because as an athlete, you have a season. So you already have the big goals already kind of set up for you. You know, you're trying to train for the beginning of the season. You're trying to train for uh, the, the the championships. Then you're trying to train for the national championships. So like you all have, you always have it set out. So you always have it laid out as a season. So Essentially, you don't really need to focus on the big goal because the big goals, you already know what it is. What you have to focus on is like the reps and the sets and getting in the, the, the hard work. And that's, that's like the easiest thing you can do, right? So that's kind of what I was doing with my clients. But, and they loved it and I loved it. But I, we started in the beginning of the year talking about goals because uh, I thought it was important to talk about goals. And here we are now. Somehow we've made our way into this new, what is it, new frontier, I guess I want to say. I guess we could say it's a new frontier where we actually are looking at goals. We're setting, we're actually programming uh, for the clients and we're actually doing these on uh, set schedule. So I have, you know, a 12 week schedule. We have one that's for six months. I have one that's for a month. I have one that's for six weeks. So we actually have some, have some real set structure here, which is cool. You know, like I'm, I personally am not a huge fan of structure, even though both my parents are military and they pretty much brought me up as like someone that should be <laughs> in line. I always had to make my bed every morning and all that stuff and had to, had to perfectly, you know, all that good stuff. But I guess because I did it so much, I kind of rebelled against it. <laughs> so I, so I live my life on the seat of my pants and it's always worked out for me, but you know, it doesn't necessarily, what works for me is not always going to work for everybody else, right? There's seven point whatever billion people in this world and everybody works a little differently. But I know one thing that does work for everybody is having a goal that you can see that you can strive for. So 
that's where we're going now. It's like, uh, we, we, you know, it's uh, the evolution and we've done this for about almost three years now and we're going to be heading into uh, year four and we're going to be doing something almost completely different. But the cool thing is that we'll be able to reach more people outside of the gym, you know, people that maybe not live too far or maybe obviously can't come in because of the, the, con, the, uh, the coronavirus or whatnot. We're actually able to reach more people and that makes me excited. So, that's how it goes. Sometimes you got to go full circle. You got to uh, backtrack. You got to see where you came from to see where you're going to be going. Because you know, if you don't have a, if you're, if you don't have a map that is actually telling you where you are and where you were and where you have the possibility of going, you're literally walking around in the dark. And if you're walking around in the dark and you're looking for this narrow, narrow target, because that's what every goal is. It's a very narrow target. You're never going to find it. It's like walking around looking for a needle, not in a haystack, but a needle in a group of haystacks uh, that, <laughs> that is the size of a house. So it's tough. It's, and the likelihood of you, finding, of you achieving that goal without any direction, without any map, without any purpose is zero. So I, you know, it feels good to be mo- making progress. That's essentially what it'd be like walking around in the dark. You walk, you know, you're moving forward, but you don't know where you're moving forward to. So now officially we have pro, we're going to be having programming coming up in uh, the beginning of next month, April, which is in like literally two days because <laughs> it's March 30th right now. And uh, I'm excited for it, and I hope you are too. If you are, well, check out my website. It's going to be uh, up on the website by April 1st of 2020, depending, you know, I got to put that out there because who knows when you're going to be listening to this. But April 1st, 2020, or if that is the official uh, start date of uh, our new online training program at General Fitness Company. And I'm really excited for it, and I hope you are too. And I hope that you join us, or at least you give it a gander and maybe. Uh, Try it, maybe try it out, maybe try out one session or tell your friends about it. Because, like I said, I'm really excited about this new thing and it's going to be, I think it's going to be really great and it's going to be something that everybody can take advantage of rather than just people around my area. All right, well, hey, that was my little spiel about who I am and uh, where we're going and uh, hopefully you'll be along for the ride for years to come. I'm going to head on out and finish this episode officially right now. I really do hope you had a great day and or, or, or having, I <laughs> hope you are having a great day depending on when you're listening to this. I really appreciate you listening to this, uh, this particular episode because... Uh, it's 365, and it just really is, it feels like a special episode, and I really am uh, excited that you are here as a part of it. So anyways, that, uh, that is uh, the conclusion. <laughs> I'll check you for episode number 366. Fingers crossed it'll be tomorrow. Most likely it will be. I don't have much going on here. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check you tomorrow, my friend. Thank you so much again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and as always, keep good company. Thank you.